Hello. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. Do you want a chocolate? I could eat about a million and a half of these. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Could you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out! Hey, yo! What a maneuver! Bye, 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 Are you kidding me? The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Welcome back to another edition of Marks with Mike's. You already know it is by the sound of my voice. That's right, it's your boy, Mr. Six Foot Nine. JT, back in this piece once again, and I am joined by my co-host, L. Cheech. What's going on? What's going on, Cheech? What's going on? We have, we have a good, great guest, you know. Um, been looking forward to talking to her, and uh, man, I'm excited. <laughs> you, hey, I'm excited. Look, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, man, this 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 interview we've been waiting on for a while. Uh, just got done seeing, of course, the intro video. I mean, it was obviously who we're talking about. Um, Bad Street, the baddest, the baddest, the baddest, the baddest, the free babes representing, of course. Uh, we have Miranda Gordy inside the building. Uh, first and foremost, I am definitely happy to see you on the platform and just definitely glad to be able to see you uh, be able to wrestle a lot more this year compared to what happened during the pandemic right yeah and so i hardly slowed down when everything was shut down we took like a maybe a month and a half off but as soon as i had an opportunity i took it and i think that that kind of excelled uh my wrestling career while people were sitting at home i was out working so i think that's definitely been a big uh a big help to, you know, what I've been doing. So, but I appreciate it. Thank y'all for having me. I'm excited to be here as well. Yes, yes, most definitely. So, look, let's talk about it. I mean, obviously, the Bad Street Beauty is inside the house. Uh, tell people, tell the people first and foremost where you're from and how did you get into this business, so to speak, if they don't know who you are? And your lineage, of course. Well, I'm from Bad Street, Atlanta, GA, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I did grow up in Georgia. Um, my father is Terry Bam Bam Gordy, the WWE Hall of Famer, part of the fabulous Freebirds with Michael Hayes and Buddy Roberts and uh, Jimmy Jam. So uh, that's my lineage. I also have a brother who was on SmackDown, uh, Jesse from Jesse and Festus. And that's, you know, how people know me. Um, and that's how I got into the business is uh, I've had family members. I also have a cousin who wrestled for all Japan pro wrestling. He was uh, the first American to complete uh, the training at the dojo for all Japan back in the eighties. And so, uh, yeah, wrestling is just in my family. It's a family business and I'm here. I finally made it. I started late, but I'm here and I'm killing it. So that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's great. And, um, how helpful has it been that, um, you've been pretty much doing like, you know, like Texas loop and staying around nearby. How's that had helped you? You know what I mean? 
in the process, you know? Uh, well, yeah, Texas, uh, if there is any market, I would hope to be in it's Texas because Texas, uh, just tons of opportunities. It's a huge state. So you could find, you know, tons of promotions in the whole state. And, and so you'd never run out, but they have a lot of good markets, uh, Obviously, everyone knows the reality of wrestling Booker T, which I've not been to, but it's a big one. Uh, I work for SWE. That's my home promotion. I'm the TV champ there. Um, there's ton. There's like, uh, oh, oh, my gosh. There's like Hurricane Pro. Tons of huge promotions there. So if you're looking to get noticed, Texas is the market to be. And that's where I started. Um, and I was really lucky, like my trainers where I started training and stuff. Um, everyone knows Amber moon is from the Dallas area and she, I must have, uh, one of her as my trainers. She helped me, um, right before everything shut down as far as the pandemic. Um, I've had Tom Howard, who's someone who trained people like, uh, Smojo and John Cena and, uh, Jack Black for, uh, Nacho Libre. And so he's a world renowned trainer and I worked with him too. And all from the Texas area. So being in Texas definitely has its perks. Oh, awesome. Bro. Texas is beautiful. You got Mission Pro Wrestling out there. Also Mission uh, Pro, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Thunder Rosa. Shout out to Jazz, uh, one of the train. Uh, shout out to uh, Willie Mack as well. He's out there helping uh, train. Uh, Got to give a shout out to the Wold, uh, former guest on the show. Uh, very, very tough individual. Uh, I, I, you got you got the chance to to rub elbows with with the Wold. Uh, so what, what was that experience like? I did. I love the Woad. Um, we got to tag at SWE and we had a good time. Uh, I, I think she's great. She's super nice. And, and we had a lot of fun. So I would definitely work with her. I would even, uh, not mind the chance to work against her. I think that would be a very fun match. Yeah, that that's awesome. But another thing that, you know, you finally able to do is, um, you actually went to the Far East, you know, and uh, you went to Japan. How that experience, you know, was for you and how, how the culture, you know, how you enjoy the culture? Oh, I loved it. Um, of course, I grew up with my dad going to Japan all the time. And so uh, I had a lot of, uh, I guess, friends. I was a kid, so I, had, I called them my friends. They were obviously coworkers of my dad's. Um, you know, when I was a kid, they would come to our house and, um, my dad would always bring me stuff from Japan when he would come. And so like, I, it was always there in my life. And so I actually got to go experience it. It was one of the greatest experiences and I have to give it to wrestling because otherwise I probably not have, would have gone. Um, but, uh, wrestling has afforded me that and I got to go and, um, I got the opportunity. I was only like six months in when uh my friend i've known him my whole life his name is jimmy suzuki he called he's like you want to wrestle and i'm like sure jimmy <laughs> i'm six months in i probably have no reason to be there but absolutely i'm not gonna say no you know i would never miss the opportunity and it was really good like even though i was super green like i had a good time the the matches were good enough for 
for where I was in my career and um, just being over there and experiencing a whole new world. And the people are so nice and they were like excited that I was there because I love my dad so much. And so just, just being around people that knew my dad and loved my dad and they loved me because of my dad was just, you know, out of this world. I loved it. And I hope to go back. Hopefully when everything is opened up for sure, I, I hope to go back whether I pay my way or, or, you know, get booked or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine a, a, the miracle violence connection, of, you know, at this time, you know, in this day and age, how oh, dope man, he'd be? make a lot of people cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, I mean, your your father's name rings bells, whether it's here in the U.S. or if it's in the Far East in Japan. It's always going to ring, whether that be as a solo, whether that be as part of the Freebirds. And, you know, being just the last name itself, you being a second generational wrestler, your brother being a second generational wrestler, you, you continue on to carry on that legacy. Now, I know you all growing up, seeing a lot of wrestling, been, been a lot of wrestlers, been around a lot of wrestlers you as children did you ever just you know play play wrestle as a as as as, as my parents like to put it you all ever wrestle each other yes yeah, so i have a sister and we're only 16 months apart so you know that, that's who i always uh, played with and yes we would play wrestle to the point my dad would like turn it off he's like okay y'all have watched too much Y'all are starting to get hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, okay, we're going to have to cut back on it because you're going to get hurt. And like, uh, I remember one time I was real little and I saw him, he would, you know, hit his head on the turnbuckle. And so I went over to our fireplace and I tried to do that. And my dad's like, nope, done. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I watched it and I loved, you know, growing up in the attitude era, but uh, we got a little too carried away. So yes, we and on the trampoline. Like I remember giving my sister suplexes and stuff on the trampoline. Yeah. As a kid, I oh, wow. we wrestle all the time. <laughs> even at a, even at a young age, man. So you know, at a young age, you, you wrestled all the time, and you know you got you got the chance to go ahead and get in training. It's just the, the comparisons of you two, man. And uh, your your style. A lot of people are saying that they get they get uh, the, those Bam Bam vibes, man. Those those Terry Bam Bam Gordy vibes. Uh, you're roughhousing. You definitely you definitely not taking anyone for for light. Throwing people across the rain, throwing those lariats, you know. So definitely, I love it. Um, so, what what was one of your go to moves as a kid wrestling your sister? Like, let's just say, you know, you mentioned the suplex. If you wanted your sister to tap out, what was your submission move? If I had a submission, it cut out just like a, for a second. So, were you asking for my what a submission would be? No, no. So I, I know I know that you you wrestled with your sister. Yeah. So what was your go to move with her if you want her to tap out? Oh, um, what was your submission move? Oh, man, my go to move. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. As a kid, uh, like I said, I I mean, really, the only thing I could do on the trampoline was a suplex and <laughs> like, you know, just play around and get hurt and then get in trouble. <laughs> uh, that's really it. That's the only one. Um, man, 
I don't thinking back, I don't know. That's the only one I remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me myself, it was the figure four. I used to love putting my sister in the figure four. Uh, she's tougher to this day because of that. So you know, she has a lot of uh, a lot of lot of fighting skills. So she's you know she knows how to protect herself. So uh, you you hop into training around 2018, I believe. 2018, you started training. And um, during during that time, you got the chance. You talked about your trainers. I want to say it was uh, late February of this year or last year. You had a tryout with WWE. It, so, it was this past was February. Experience? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. I, I, how, how was how was that experience for you? Uh, yeah, my, my tryout was this past February, um, and I had a, a really good time. There was like a, everyone was super nice. Like Mr. Regal was there. Um, my friend, a still, um, trying to think Bobby Brooks side, Norman Smiley, um, gosh, uh, Albert, uh, he used to wrestle as Albert. He was there. Um, uh, I also got to, uh. Let's see. But Raquel Gonzalez, she was part of it. So just all these really great, knowledgeable people um, were all there. And we did like uh, like cardio drills so they could kind of see like your um, footwork and your cardio and your athleticism. We did that the first day. And then the second day we did like promos and uh, uh, a tryout match. And then we did like some educational stuff at the end of it, but man, they ran me ragged, but I had a good time. Like that's, I remember like just sweating and thinking like, this is actually kind of fun. Like I thought it was going to be super militant. Um, but it wasn't like everyone was super nice about everything and, uh, gave me a lot of good feedback and, you know, just, they were nice. Like I had fun. So it's definitely a good environment. Well, eventually that actually helped you, you know, to where you at now. So, um, you know, moving to like now how, um, you know, your name started ringing, you know, all around the wrestling, you know, independent. So, um, and there's any promotion or particular place you would like to, you know, wrestle for or, you know. Uh, well, obviously or... anywhere in Japan. I think that has been my favorite place so far. Um, uh, but, uh anywhere like i wouldn't mind as far if you mean like contract wise or like uh, the bigger stages like wwe AEW, impact any of them really like there's not a particular one that i have favoritism it would be really cool to uh be at wwe i kind of consider that the top because it's been kind of the monopoly for a while yeah. um and of course i have family there michael is there um and i know a lot of people but Right now, AEW is kind of kicking butt, you know, and so uh, they're gaining that momentum. So that's not a bad option either. They're kind of even and out, really. Um, and I know a lot of people there. I've worked a lot of people on their roster. And so that would be a nice environment, too. I assume it's really fun right there right now. So that would be fun. Even Impact uh, is a really great promotion, too. NWA, you know, I just did uh, the show with them, and that was a lot of fun doing the free base <clears throat> thing. Yeah, and so yeah. Um, hopefully, 
um, we can keep the momentum going with those girls and we can continue on being like a six man tag. Cause that's, uh, yeah. that's kind of rare, especially for women. So if we could do something yeah. like that, I think that would gain a, a lot of momentum, a lot of traction. I think people would uh, get the nostalgia like the free birds, but have it modernized to women and all second generation. I think that would definitely be a draw. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the free base, uh, it, it was dope because it caught my attention while I was watching it, and I'm like, oh my god, like the you know presentation along. So the free base, you know, so you know me reading and stuff like that. So um, it seems like Mickey James um reached out to you guys. How how was that call? How did that you feel when you know somebody like Mickey James reached out to you and proposed that? Uh, I was super excited. So. Jazz actually told me, she's like, Hey, uh, Mickey James is going to reach out to you. Uh, they went for NWA. And so like, I remember just looking at my phone, like every hour, like, is she, is she called? Did I miss it? You know, <laughs> like super excited. Um, so she finally called and she told me her ideas about the free babe. She's like, I want to make it all second generation. And she threw some names at me and, um, I'm like, that sounds good. First, of course, the first pick was Holly, Haley J. And I'm like, cool. I know her mom. I've met her mom. She's really cool. Um, and I hadn't met her yet, but I liked her. I'd heard about her. I've been following her. I'm like, cool. Yeah. She's definitely a Michael Hayes. So she's the mouthpiece. She's the, you know, the talker, the heat getter that, you know, all that. I'm obviously the Gordian, the muscle. So we need a third and Mickey found Jazzy Yang and it kind of comes full circle because Jimmy and my brother teamed as well in the WWE. So uh, she found Jazzy and Jazzy's. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so she found Jazzy and Jazzy's just starting out. But, you know, she's kind of got the technician thing going, kind of like Buddy Roberts was. And so uh, we got her a little bit out of her shell and she did great. Like we were so proud of her. You know, she's only had a few matches and we weren't sure, but she killed it. She did really well. And so uh, we're really hoping to like keep pushing this thing. Cause I think it's a great dynamic. Oh, it, it got mileage. It's still, it's still got way to go. And you know, that first even though, you know, you didn't take the W, but it, it was one of those matches that, you know, the person that won got over, but Jack got over, you know? And, exactly. You know, yeah. We were, yeah. If anybody caught attention, we caught it, and that's really what you want, whether you win or lose. You want the attention, and I think that we did that. So that, I'm super proud of that, uh, even though we lost the match. But you got to start somewhere, you know, win or lose. You got to start somewhere, and, and we got it started. Yeah, and the Empower pay-per-view, yeah. right, as a whole. How, how, how mm. do you feel? How you felt about that? I, I mean, I'm still, like... I'm still energized from it. Like I still am like super proud of it. Um, you know, I'm still hearing reviews from it. Like someone was telling me, you know, Dave Meltzer was super impressed and like, I'm like, Oh man, that guy, you know, <laughs> cause he'll, he'll tell the truth. And someone was telling me last night, he put the match over and, uh, I'm still, you know, people are still sending me stuff like, Oh, love the match. And, Michael watched it and he loved it. And so I like, I'm still real excited that it happened. Uh, hopefully more happens, but like just being in the locker room with all that talent. Cause there was so many talented, like a yeah. lot of the biggest faces uh, in women's wrestling right now were right there. And it was so fun. And that's the best part of it. Like, 
you know, the show's cool. The six to 20 minutes you're out in the ring. That's really cool too. But like being in a fun locker room that freaking makes it, that makes you want to come back. You know, like you don't want to go to a messy locker room or a locker room was kind of boring. No, you know, boring is whatever, but like everyone was super nice. So that's, that was the, the cherry on top for me. And you know what? I can I, I could just definitely imagine because you had a lot of people there. You had Tootie Lynn, you had Red Velvet, uh, you also had it inside the building. Uh, you had Awesome Kong who was there, uh, who who made a retirement that night, and I wasn't expecting it. But uh, you know, you know, got pictures over here with you and the girls as well. And uh, how how was that? Did, did you get a chance to soak up any knowledge from Awesome Kong? I did. So for our match, uh, actually Medusa was there and she was our agent. And obviously after the match, I'm like, give me critiques. And then of course, Mickey and, uh, you know, Gail Kim was there. And so going around and asking all these vets and jazz was there. Jazz is like, <laughs> like I, she's like my fairy godmother. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to call her. Like she's always there. She's always helping me. And, you know, getting on me when I need it and everything else. And like, I know she loves me and I just love her to death. And so uh, getting all the critiques and knowledge from them and uh, awesome Kong, like, I don't think people knew she was going to be there because I was sitting near the door when she walked in and like everybody turned around like, what? You're here? And so I think that was a big surprise, even to the locker room. But she's a sweetie too, man. Like I, I remember getting back from the match and she's like, hey, will you take a picture with me? And I'm like, you just asked me that? So that was her idea. And she's like, yeah, just tag me. And I'm like, that's so sweet. And so just, uh, you know, being being around her and seeing that that's history, her and Gail, you know, doing the retirement thing, being a part of that, uh, people in the back were tearing up because it's, it's a part of history and it's a big deal because she was a big part of wrestling. So I'm glad I was there for that as well. It was just a beautiful thing just, you know, to see an all-women's pay-per-view uh, play out like that and, you know, just to have all that talent in the, in the ring, you know, Marty Bell, uh, inside the ring you also had uh sienna uh yeah awesome k you know inside. yeah the tag teams you know the tag teams were the female tag teams were brought back since i don't know in 83 or sometime yeah yeah, yeah yep. the first time first time the titles have been uh activated that's a long time but look look at the evolution that's happening with uh with women's wrestling you know you got to evolution and as well uh, as a revolution going on at the same time women's wrestling is evolving but it's also revolution behind it you know you're look, looking at ring of honor that's that's uh re reactivating their their women's uh their women's championship and you know you look at impact with the knockouts tag team championships and wwe with the multiple tag team championships between nxt and uh of course wwe and then AEW. Uh, who I'm hearing they're going to go for the women's tag team titles sometime uh, next year, I believe is the, the, the plan for it. But, you know, just women's wrestling in a hold, it, it took a while to get to this point, but I'm glad that we are here now. It ha should it have taken that long? No. But the fact that, that we are here now and we're starting to see more women 
you know, you start you're starting to see more more talent, more people show up, women getting more time on television, and not only that, their own pay per view. This is no better time to be a wrestling fan than right now in the present day. You know, because we're we're able to get introduced to people like yourself. Uh, you know, people people that people that we probably wouldn't had a chance to see had not been such a big boom. So a lot of that has to do with AEW. A lot of it has to do with independent wrestling. I'm just glad that we have independent wrestling here to feed the system. So definitely happy about that. Oh, absolutely. Now is the women are on top and they're killing it right now. And I remember as a kid, you had like the Sable and the, the Debra and, you know, the girls and they were, they're beautiful and, you know, they did the attention getting and everything like that, but they weren't necessarily seen as uh, athletes. And now you got people like Thunder Rosa and uh, Layla Hirsch, like actual like athletes and, and they're killing it. And I love it because it, I think it makes it more real for women and it inspires little girls and uh, everyone inspires me still. So I, I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Good. Yeah, I mean, just just looking at the the inspiration that that we're getting from everybody, and of course, you yourself, you you're inspiring generations of kids who are now seeing you wrestle the same thing that you used to do back when you were a kid. Watch someone else do what you love doing now. Uh, so every and everything comes. Full full circle, so it's it's a beautiful thing. So you know, we we talked a little bit about your career. We talked about you know what got you into the business. Now I'm gonna give you a chance to be the booker yourself. So this is your event. You're you're booking this. I need you to book me two matches, okay? I need a tag team match, and I need a women's match. You book it. Who do you want on your card? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Past present. It's, it's your card. Ooh. Um, a tag team match. Let's see. Well, of course, I'd have the free babes on my team. Uh, that's a given. Uh, and then um, right now, I think I think if uh, given the opportunity, I would absolutely go against Marty Bell and Sienna for those uh, tag titles. I think that would be uh, my goal right now because that would be having an NWA tag title would be probably be the closest uh to having the same title that my dad held he held the nwa tag titles for the men so i think holding it for the women would be the closest for me uh to having something that he had so i'll say that for my tag team and then uh what else did you ask uh just a just a singles match just a singles match Ooh. um I would say uh, if I could choose someone, either Amber Moon or Zoe Starks. They both were uh, part of my training. And uh, so I think, you know, either one of them, just so they could see how far I've come. I mean, they know, but I haven't got to work with them yet. So I think uh, if I had the chance to work with them and make them proud, that would uh, definitely make my day. So, <laughs> uh, Well, that's going to happen. That's, it's, you know... It's inevitable, you know. It's part of the part of your future. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, but that that's awesome. But like, you know, change it a little bit. Um, you from Texas, big football state, uh, as we all know. Uh, 
as a, we're recording and it's uh, football. Uh, what was your sport like when you was in uh, growing up, like in high school? So, um, so when I was young, I did ballet, ballet and tap, and then um, I did the swim team as I got a little bit older, like middle school, uh, going into high school. And uh, oh, I also did taekwondo. Uh, so now, um, outside of wrestling being my sport, uh, it would be, um, riding my horse. So, uh, being an equestrian would be my sport of choice now, I guess. But yeah, taekwondo, swim team, and ballet were what I did, uh, growing up. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah my bad. I was in Iran, I yeah. <laughs> I said Texas, you was from GIG. You know what I meant. <laughs> oh, no. okay. Like a sport? Like what kind of sport I like to watch? No, no, yeah, no. No, no, because no, no, I said from Texas and stuff. And, you know, I forgot you're from GA. But um, that you live in Texas now, but uh, that's a football state, you know? So do, do you, you – what's your – Football team. Do you have any football team? Oh, my football follow? team. Uh, okay, so growing up in Tennessee and Georgia, I'm actually a Titans fan. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, so I like the Tennessee Titans. Um, I know everybody uh, from Texas would just be so disappointed in me. Um, if I said that there, I might be ran out of state. Because um, everybody's, you know, Cowboys are America's team. <laughs> but uh, I'm a Titans fan, right? <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Listen, Hi. I I love the Titans. Uh, I, I actually stayed in Nashville, and I want to say, like, my very first week in Nashville, I, I go, I kid you not, I go to the stadium, and I'm like, hey, can, can I get a quick tour? They was like, yeah, sure. So there's no one there. It's just me in the stadium, and I'm literally just sitting there looking. And when I tell you that's, like, probably one of the best-looking stadiums I've ever been to, but uh, I like the Titans. I don't. I don't know if I like them to take it this year. Uh, to all the Cowboys fans out there, you might as well hang it up. It's it, it's been <laughs> over with. The cow. The Cowboys have not been good since Deion Sanders. Yeah. Troy yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. This year, perhaps, might be the Cleveland Browns year. Hey, everything that's happened in the world seems like, you know, hell yeah, you, never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never, it could be their year, man. That would, it would be oh, uh, consistent with everything else, huh? <laughs> I mean, any, anything can happen. I mean, me personally, I think, I think we got a better chance of Thanos snapping his fingers before the Browns. <laughs> <the championship. laughs> but, you know, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, so I'm in the same boat. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah. So okay. So you definitely. I mean, okay. You, you're rocking with the 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 Titans. Okay. Far as when when you're in the gym, what, what type of music are, are you listening to? In the gym, oh, anywhere from rock to like rap to like dance music. So it could be like Tool, and then the next song will be like Cardi B, and then the next song will be like the Eagles, and then some, uh, you know, like some techno. And I'm like, it's not even a name; it's just like numbers, and you know what I mean. So I'm just all over the whatever plays, and uh, 
a lot of pop stuff, just uh, energetic. Depends on if I want to be mad that day and lift heavy, and then I'm on the rock, and or you know if I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do some abs, and then I'll keep it on like some Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion and stuff like that. So. Uh, you know, it just depends. Sometimes I'll just shuffle it up. I'm like, okay, potluck, here we go. <laughs> I'm the same way. If, if anyone's ever taken a road trip with me, they know it, it, it could be rap one music. It could be reggaeton one one minute. The next thing you know, I'm playing rock and roll. Hell, some, sometimes it's fun. I may I may just go in and put on some uh, some Joe, some Joe Crocker or, you know, something like that. So that's just me. Uh but okay, so we got a little taste of your music. Let's let's get a little taste of your movies. What's one of your favorite movies of all time, and why? One of my favorite movies. Uh, I I like a lot of movies. Uh, I think one of the greatest movies of all time is Forrest Gump. It's got a little bit of everything. Yeah. So I think it's just, it's like, if I had to pick one of the greatest that I think, it's him. Because it's got, you know, comedy, drama, action. It's really well made. So I think that one, um, Jurassic Park's really cool. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of, of some, like, there's a lot of movies that I like. So uh, Stranger Than Fiction, which is odd for some reason. Like, if I had to pick a chick flick, uh, that one. I like Will Ferrell. Um, obviously, growing up with, like, Adam Sandler and all those guys. Uh, Seth Rogen and stuff like that. So, yeah, we'll say Forrest Gump. So. <laughs> listen, listen. When you said Forrest Gump, my mind and my, my, my body absolutely, like, enjoyed that because – Favorite movie of all time. Uh, one of my top, probably it's probably in the top ten for me of favorite movies, uh, just because of the storyline, how it was made. Well, the, that, a lot of people probably learn history through that movie. Yeah, and I remember they showed me that movie when I was in in eighth grade in New Jersey. You know, what I mean, I guess the teacher didn't come. You know, what I mean, some one of those, and they wheeled the the TV on and they put that on, and it was. Amazing, you know what I mean? Like, I love that movie. Forrest, why this happen? Johnny, Johnny, where's Johnny? I love it. You know, Jenny. It's a, it, it got a deep meaning too. It does. It got a yeah, man. Cause that damn Jenny, man. <laughs> You know? Yeah, it's deep. Like it really is. Uh, you know, when you're younger, you don't get it, but now you watch and you're like, "This is some deep stuff." It's you know, it's kind of pulls on your heartstrings. Yeah, yeah. The whole movie, Jenny, Jenny played my boy Forrest. The whole movie, and then that damn biggest and... kill ever. She's the biggest. Yeah. Like she's the bad guy of the whole thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Forrest, yeah. Forrest, Forrest by the risk at all, man. Forrest fighting people, uh, crawl, crossing, crossing through the, crossing through the the middle of DC, through the water to get to Jenny, traveling through buses, running across the nation, and oh well, hey Forrest, uh, this is little Forrest. I uh, like you to meet him. Whoa, 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 whoa. what's going on here, Jenny? Right. I haven't, seen you, haven't seen you in twenty years. What's going on? <laughs> but. One of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, absolutely, Tom Hanks uh, deserved every award he won for that, man. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely, definitely. All oh, right. and the lady. Yeah, the lady that played his mom. What's her oh, name again? Uh, ah, it's, it's, God. Uh, gosh, I cannot. Her, her name. I cannot think of the actress's name, but I know I can see her face. Like I know who yeah, you're yeah. talking about. Yes. Oh, yeah. she killed it too, man. I was about to say Kathy Bates, but it's definitely not Kathy Bates. No, not Kathy Bates. <laughs> <laughs> I can't can't remember. Oh, hold on, wait. I got it. This is why we Google stuff, right? We love Google. Yeah, Google, Google that shit. Sally Fields. Sally Fields. Yes. That's yes. what it is. Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, she's in the new Spider-Man series. No, she's not in the she new was. Spider-Man. She was in the Amazing Spider-Man series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so Sally, Sally Fields. Fields. Love her, love her to death. Uh, okay, and I guess I guess before we get out of here, let's 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 ask this this question right here. All right, um, if if you could if you can change one thing in the wrestling business, what would it be? Bring back kayfabe. Uh, make it real make it make it real and so it draws people in better you know uh unfortunately uh even the realest you know matches and feuds you still kind of know in the back of your head like uh they probably go to the bar together you know what i mean so if there was something we could do it would bring back kayfabe so you leave the fans wanting more and they're like oh that was real they go home thinking it was real so that they'll come back next week to see what happens, because it's kind of like a soap opera, you know. So yeah. I think that's what I would I would uh, change. Yeah, and it could come, it could come back, and it could be done. It's just a different type of way, you know. Of course, now you got social media that's started through there. That'll be, you know, I like you know on on Twitter. There's a little gray, you know, line, but you could see sometimes that if you smart, you could use that tool towards, you know engaging and bringing people in because you could be real witty with it and you know like oh shit you know what's what you said they retweet it you know what i mean so the tools are there but definitely like i mean i still we we know but but still it takes away from it and uh, like I, I, i'm from puerto rico so they lifted hard the cafe like they couldn't travel together they separate locker rooms none of that bullshit nobody allowed you know but times have changed but that's definitely one thing that will be dope if it ever, if it happened, you know. Yeah, you never could come back, you know. Like uh, there could be someone start up a fed, and they're just like, "We're going old school with it." It could be a thing, you you know. Anything's possible. I would love to see it, um, only because that that whole realism to wrestling—that's what drawed in me as a kid. And I think that if if we had that realism back into it, I think the ratings will be a lot more higher. The the appeal will definitely be a lot more because you know you go you go back to of course the day the days back when your dad was doing it, you know, and everything like that. It was it was slim to none that you would catch any of these guys next to each other. Oh you yeah, know, slim to none. But the fact the fact that they kept it going outside of the ring, all the way all the way up until the point that they met, and then even after the match, like you know, even even after the match, if they if they didn't shake 
or you know show that good sportsmanship it's like all right you know what i still don't like you i don't like him he doesn't like me we're gonna keep it that way and we're gonna and that's that's one of the things that you know is missing in wrestling if we can have that i think wrestling will be a total different beast i mean you look at the ufc and how they promote fights you know it's basically the same thing that wrestling does the only thing that's different is used to <laughs> well used to the yeah. only thing that's different is you actually believe that conor mcgregor absolutely hates this person's guts or you oh, know yeah. whoever, whoever's on that card absolutely hates this person so i would love to see something like that return back to wrestling well i definitely agree with that before before we get ready to, to get out of here, uh, definitely let the people know where they can follow you at. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, I think no that's TikTok? it. All under Miranda Gordy. <laughs> no TikTok. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm glad you, I just started a TikTok. A TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I just, uh, I just made a video today. Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm, I feel like a 70 year old, like trying to make a TikTok. Um, I'm getting it though. Uh, yes, it's at Glam Glam Gordy. So, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, make sure you all are following her on TikTok. Make sure you're following her on every single uh, social media platform. Uh, definitely keep your eyes open on the internet, whether that be Twitter, IG, the Book of Faces, TikTok. Uh, make sure you keep your eyes open because you're going to be seeing this face. You're going to see this face a whole lot. You're going you're to see this face uh, across every single promotion, probably within this next upcoming year. But who knows? Maybe in this next couple uh, coming year, she may be wearing gold around the waist for yeah. One of these three-letter promotions, maybe, maybe the NWA yeah. Women's Tag Team Champion, maybe you know, maybe holding gold somewhere in AEW, NXT, Impact, ROH. Listen, the sky is the limit for MOW. Don't blink. Oh yeah, yep. MOW is starting the women's division too. Yeah. So, so uh, listen, the sky is the limit for you. Uh, I'm it. definitely glad you took the chance on uh, coming here. Uh, seeing us and of course uh, just just shopping it up with us but before we get out of here we have to leave the people with our two PSAs and uh, we try to say this every show first and foremost listen too much negativity out there can have you unbalanced mentally, spiritually emotionally, physically spread more positive vibes okay it takes very little to build someone up than it does to tear them down Think about the logic inside that message. It can be something simple as telling someone something good about themselves, paying them a compliment, or going to whatamoneyweb.net and purchasing the Positive Vibes t-shirt and giving it as a gift to someone. Also, COVID is still here. Uh, it's been here over a year. It's here with the remix. Usually the remix is usually worse or better than the original. In this case, it's worse. So listen, on how to survive COVID, we've been telling you guys this for over a year. It's very simple, very simple. We're going to need you to wash your hands, but most of all, wash your ass. You soap. <laughs> Cheech, let the people know how they got to do this, Papa. You know how it is. Remember, it's from face to ass, not ass to face. Very simple expressions. Wash your hands, wash your ass. Use soap. Make sure you're using soap, please. And 
from face ass and not ass to face. And on that note, we love you all. We are out. Peace. Peace.